Hi there, are you fed up with your wine belly? Embarrassed about your booze boobs? Sick of waking up with a hangover? And tired of never reaching your potential? Welcome to Sober Sassy Life, the podcast for women who are looking for more out of life than the evening rendezvous with the Chardonnay. Let's banish the wine witch for good. Here's your host, Jackie Elliott. Hi there, everybody. Welcome to today's podcast. I was compelled to record this podcast episode today because on my social media, someone shared a video which I found to be really quite profound. And the video um, asked the viewer to imagine that their life ended just like that just without any warning without any illness um and without any chance to say goodbye to anybody or tie up any loose ends or prepare for death in any way Uh, death just came and there you are your life was finished and then there you are on the other side whatever that um may look like or or however you may imagine that to be um and you were asked to look back on your life and from the other side wherever that is and just think about some of the stuff which you may regret or want to do differently And then the video said, now, after you've done that and you've thought about the things that maybe you could have done differently or the people that maybe um, you had spent more time with or anything that you would have wanted to change in your life, anything that you have wanted to change, now imagine that you were given your life back. Then what would you do? And I think the reason why this video affected me so profoundly was that's really how I felt about sobriety. Uh, I felt that my time that I had drinking, um, sounds a little bit dramatic, my life didn't end of course, but it was really on hold and I missed all kinds of uh, opportunities. There was so much that I didn't do and there were so many people that I didn't spend time with or I ignored or I hurt. And sobriety now feels like having my life handed back to me. And I do know that regretting some of the things that you did before is not the most productive thing that you can do. You know, dwelling on the past, uh, I think is almost uh, a recipe for relapse um, because we're really dwelling on lots of negative things that happened and you you run the, the risk of sliding down that um, poor me victim type route if you spend too much time stuck in your past or or pulling that shit cart of everything 
from your past around with you. But what I think is a good way, a good thing to do is once we've had this, you know, the sobriety has handed us back this second chance. Um, I got to thinking about some of the things which I didn't do when I was drinking and I can do now. Uh, One of the things that uh, I didn't do was spend a whole bunch of time with um, my family. My family's in England and I'm in Canada. So that was, that's obviously one thing that's at the top of my list to try and spend um, way more time with them. And if I can't spend time with them in person, then at least uh, carving out time in my day to make that phone call or have that Skype video with them or, you know, to just catch up with with stuff that's going on in their everyday life, which I just didn't do before. I just didn't bother. Um, and the other thing which is important to me is my self-care because that really went by the wayside uh, completely when I was drinking. I mean, not only in the way that the fact that drinking is basically not self-care at all, but the fact is that I allowed um, my natural inclination to procrastinate over things. Uh, that led to the build-up of um, piles of, of, of small stuff, which turned into big stuff, and, and that always makes me very stressed. So when I, one of the things I did when I had stopped drinking was to really survey um, the wreckage around me, if you like, and to get on top of all that stuff, which I usually procrastinated about. Because um, my self-care is is not just looking after me in a physical sense, um, but it's also making sure that I don't allow my own inclination towards bad habits to cause issues in my life which stress me out so although it doesn't sound you know very self-carey to be sitting down and making sure that I've got tax returns done on time that is in fact one of the things that's looking after myself and I know that about myself so uh, that's one of the things which I try to do is to deal with my procrastination every day and there's lots of uh, ways that I do that they don't all work but um, I do try and introduce um, some order and routine which means that I take care of those uh, small things um, which which turn into you know real issues if I if I ignore them or I don't want to do them lastly is is what I want to talk about today is in um is in goals now um it's surprising to say this really because i have got such a uh, inclination to procrastinate is the fact that i am pretty goal driven and if there is something that i want to do i like to have these milestones and these goals which i i get to and i achieve and another part of my self-care is to challenge myself a little bit to get out of um, this, com- uh, you know, the comfortable bubble because my procrastination will will let me sit in comfort and not challenge myself at all. At all, and that again leads to kind of stress 
and guilt because I'm not doing anything. And the stress and guilt of, of letting my life pass by, uh, that kind of stress was always what led me to drink because it's an uncomfortable feeling and I didn't want to feel it. So I could avoid it by, by drinking wine. Now I know that if I push myself to do something, then there, the first part of this is very uncomfortable. And pushing myself out of my comfort zone can be something as as simple as uh, trying to find my way through a new technical thing um, on the internet or um, phoning somebody who's in an organization and trying to work my way through uh, making those phone calls that I don't want to make or, or having to learn about a bureaucratic process. All of these things I find very uncomfortable and I'd really rather not do, but there's stuff that I have to get over if I want to expand my life in, in any way. So those things are all part of um, what I do. Now I have my life handed back to me. And none of that sounds particularly exciting, but all of that does actually keep me from drinking. So that's very important. But I also want to do something that um, fills my cup, that makes me um, feel uh, creatively fulfilled. And uh, as I've talked about before, uh, several times, I was never a type of person who particularly thought of myself as creative because creativity in my mind was all of uh, these incredibly talented people who, you know, would make their own Christmas decorations and would paint beautiful pictures and do all kinds of wonderful arts and crafts and have great ideas about home decoration and all that kind of thing. I never really viewed myself as somebody who was particularly creative. But I know that I am, and I know a lot of my creativity comes when I am writing. And one of the most wonderful things that sobriety has given me is uh, is prompted me to write uh, blog posts and articles and books, uh, which are amazing things which I never thought that I would achieve. So all of those things I was thinking about when I watched this video. And one of the things that I did want to mention to you today is the fact that I've been thinking a lot about where I go with sober sassy life and what do I do to take things to the next level uh, and what does that look like and how do I um, balance my own need for creativity with um, you know helping people or communicating with people or providing some kind of community whatever this is to you to to you know to to do all of those things so um one of those things is to continue as i am is to is to keep doing these podcasts and to keep blogging about stuff which i find relevant um i have a new book which is coming out in 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 a few days and the next thing that i wanted to do over the next year is really explore the idea of uh, drinking and sobriety and the, the transition between the two in a more fictional setting. 
So uh, those of you who have been reading my blogs or listening to me for over the last um, couple of years now, you will have heard me rant on several occasions about the way that drinking and sobriety is portrayed in the media. And I don't just mean the social media that we have, all those ridiculous memes and the pseudoscience articles which we just have to grit our teeth and scroll past. I'm talking about more of the kind of insidious way that drinking is portrayed as normal in our lives. And that comes very much from, I believe, some of the shows which are really, really popular, which we watch for entertainment. Um, Shows like The Good Wife, which is one of my absolute favourites, or um, Scandal, not so one, of, not so much one of my favourites, but but still a show that I have watched. Um, Ray Donovan, which is another great one. All of um, these kinds of shows and, and and many more have such an unreal, unrealistic way of portraying drinking. Either the protagonist is is drinking a huge amount and they're is seemingly no effect no um no hangover or if there is a hangover they still manage to get to work on day and they still manage to save a day and they still manage to do all this where the reality is that we know having been there that if we drank as much as those people did then you know we'd be lucky if we managed to crawl to the bathroom so you know that's part of a reality which people which is glossed over uh, in these shows. Secondly, um, the struggle for drinking isn't really very shown realistically. I mean, usually what happens, and I know that most of the time there's only an hour. You have somebody who's like, "Oh, I'm drinking far too much. Something terrible happens. Oh, no, so that's it. I've quit." So, which again does not portray um, the the journey at all. And lastly, there's very few um, sober heroes or heroines out there. And this isn't, you know, you can think, well, this is only like a minor thing and these, this is all fiction and it's not a problem. But we absorb all of these messages on a subconscious level and everything that the media is telling us is that drinking is okay. It's normal. And over the past two years, I have been infuriated by this. Uh, Even more infuriated than I am about direct advertising. Because I think we're all sophisticated enough when it comes to marketing to deal, to see direct advertising, you know, when it's presented to us. But because we are surrounded by... um, media and and shows and things like that which we consume especially now that we have netflix uh we absorb these messages on a on a day-to-day basis and not only do we absorb them but our kids do as well so that's that's another long rant which i didn't intend to do today but my point was was that now having found this new creative thing that's going on in my life i've decided that what I want to do over the next year is is create my own fiction around with a theme of drinking and quitting and sobriety in, in some way. So that's the first thing. 
But my main goal is to just some, write some really good stuff, is to move away from um, the non-fiction, which I've really... Um, I've enjoyed writing and it was necessary for me to, to go through that process and write it. But now I want to challenge myself in a new way. Uh, I want to explore some themes which I can't really do in the confines of, non, of non-fiction. I, but I can do it if I have, you know, if I create a world and, and characters around it. I can create fictional um, situations and work with that. So that's what I want to do. And then, of course, because, you know, I'm an idiot, um, I thought, why not make it into, like, a big deal? Why not actually give myself a goal? Why not make myself be accountable to this goal? So what I've done is I have called this project One Million Words for Sobriety. Uh, And that is what I am intending to do from the 1st of September of this year which is if you're listening to uh, this recording um, today is about a week away and I'm going to do this for two things first of all it gives me a huge amount of accountability and I know from my first days when I was writing my blog uh, accountability and having an audience even if you can't see them and you're not quite sure how many people are out there is is something that actually helps help me get sober and I, I know will keep me accountable on, on this goal. Um, the the other thing is that what I want to do with this fiction is self-publish because over the last uh, year or so I have learned so much about the world of publishing and self-publishing uh, and I think I would like to be in control of a marketing and, and who I get these works in front of and lastly I would like the chance to maybe give a little bit back to the sober community that really has had my back over the last um, last couple of years for sure so um, all of this I'm doing under the platform of uh, uh, Patreon which is um, a platform for artists to create and there is the uh, opportunity for you to support me if you'd like to and it's as little as a dollar a month or as much as $25 a month and with all of these things which is kind of a crowdfunding thing there are uh, rewards or giveaways or givebacks for for supporting and of course most of mine come in the form of reading what I've written um, and being able to give me feedback but the other last thing that I really want to do is is around the uh, creativity aspect of it. Since I've been in the sober community, I have not only had the privilege to meet um, virtually or online lots of people who are just really brave and inspirational, but many creative people as well who uh, I've managed, I've watched their creativity form over the last uh, couple of years almost in the in parallel to the way that I've kind of found my way there um, which is really exciting and I, I think that creativity um, is one of the things that that keeps us sober or not just keeps us sober but makes sobriety worthwhile and I want to kind of encourage that somehow so I came up with the idea 
of at the end of this year, um, I will have created a world, a fictional world with lots of fictional characters. And I want to hand that as an open source platform to anybody else who wants to do what they will with it. So basically that means that if you know you see a minor character that I've not done much with and you think that can make a great spin-off story or you didn't like the ending of of one particular sort story or scene or you know you want to do anything with it then you know you have my blessing to just take all take the work that I've done and run with it in your own way. And in that way there's first of all it, it's a it is, of course, a, a great project for me, but it's also, I think, kind of like a a platform for me to move in a in a slightly different direction, but still keeping my feet firmly in the sober movement, which um, means so much to me. So, thank you for listening to this longer than normal podcast. Um, and you are, uh, there's no transcription for this one because I'm doing this unscripted. So uh, I will post uh, on the page that you find this um, uh, link to uh, the Patreon page, which you'll find um, much, many, many more details. And I hope that you will uh, join me. I'm going to do it anyway, but it'd be great to have you along for the ride. So I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye for now.